Warning. Elements of real-world religion are used in this podcast to serve the purposes of a work of fiction. They are to drive the drama forward and are not intended to be taken as a statement of opinion by the players. Thank you for listening. I, I will also uh, um, tell them about what I know about <coughs> Fort Wayne. Fort Windsor. In Windsor County. Fort Windsor. In Windsor. Windsor. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is Not a Fort large for Batman hangs out. Windsor County. It is a very large wooden fort, the likes of which was probably designed for large scale warfare and then never actually utilized. It. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, how, how much loot do I get, by the way? Uh, we're going to call it eighty-five dollars defensible goods. Awesome. <laughs> so good. Yep. Uh, all right, Paul. Before I hand this to you, okay, you're the highest investigation roller. What secret place would this have been found in upstairs? You in tell butt, me. In a butt, in a butt, in a butt. Shut up. Search people's butts. You kind of some kind of. Um, what kind of secret place? It doesn't have to be super top secret. Just something that these two wouldn't have thought to look at. Under the table. It hit it strapped in under the table somehow. Maybe that's Abner. The candor of your report is appreciated, and it is clear from your observations that Sergeant Swan is no longer fit for duty. Well, I guess that's true. (laughs) Even so, he may be in service to us once more. Our grip in the communities around Rose Ledge is quite tenuous, and imbeciles like Orin perverting our cause raise its fragility tenfold. Furthermore, Mr. Lee has informed me that a great deal of cleanup was required, when a number of our men fell dead in an attempt to silence the bounty hunter from Redstone. Okay. Since then, it has become obvious he is pursuing our position. Should he reveal what he knows, he may jeopardize all we've built here. Barn Hill will be his first place to talk. Burn it down. Wow. Let no man, woman, or child escape the blaze. You'll pass a small camp of savage folk on your way. Capture one, kill the rest, and litter the town with their bodies. Fire their arrows at the structures and scalp some of the townsfolk for good measure. Tell your men to shed their boots before setting foot in town so their prints may not be recognized. Threaten the captive then with the murder of his family and bring him with you to Rose Ledge. Frame Sergeant Swan as his captor and organize a hero's supper with our loyal supporters as his honored guests. If the burning of Barn Hill doesn't stymie the bounty hunter, a self-indulgent dinner should smoke him out. Well, they got you pegged. (laughs) (laughs) You'll arrive near the end of the meal with your best rifleman in the steeple. I recommend Caldwell for the job. He understands discretion. Tell him if the orc shows his tusks, shoot him. If he doesn't, he is to relieve Mr. Swan from duty permanently. BTG. Wow. The orc shows his tusks. I was about to ask, is that a is that a common turn of phrase or is that is it literally talking about an orc and tusks? You suspect he means literally an orc with tusks. Uh, they mean chunks. Is chunks the bounty hunter from Redstone? Chunks should, is a bounty hunter from Redstone who is an orc. You should feel offended and you gave talking his, about you. you Motherfucker <laughs> You were the one who gave his name when we were getting out of Redstone. That is true. I'm so smart! Uh, uh, I think you just stole his kill is what you did. (laughs) Levi says very flatly, I do not lack being right. 
Jed, when I was talking about my people, I was hoping they would be far, far away from here. It appears that I was all too correct in my speculations, and it seems that they know you indeed. Or they know Chunk's Duster. There's no sign of him here. We'd smell him. No. No, this is far more serious than we even imagined. I'll explain when we're out of here, but we need to fin- we need to finish up this heist and get going. You were right about one thing. If there is a god, he's pushing us to some kind of destiny. No way our two paths cross without some kind of intervention. It's good that they did. This man that Doc finished off here is not so much a man as you would know him to be. I think he sat by the sound, by the horror I heard in your voice. You can confirm that. What did you see exactly? His face is blown off, so I can't exactly make a good assessment. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. He had a tongue that would make most girls uh, weak at the knees. That's what I was afraid of. This is... knows how to please a lady. (laughs) This is dire. If these people know who you are, who we are, we can't trust anybody. On the upshot, it appears they do think I am Chunk's Duster. Gives us a little bit of anonymity. They're looking for an orc. They're not going to be looking at me too hard. Yes, that was remarkable foresight on your part, and I do mean that. It was dumb luck, let's be honest. Jed, your luck has gotten us out of more binds in the time I have known you than being good. Let's put it that way. Try to remember that when it runs out. When you're all ready to talk, I should talk to you. I should tell you about what to expect next. We, we may want to hurry this up and finish this thing and get the hell out of here. Do we have what we, sorry, do we, have what we need? <laughs> I found jewels. I mean, information. We found out about the fort, so let's uh, maybe we should be scarce. And yeah, I, I think I think we can have a, a, a plenty long conversation on the road. Uh, yes, I do want to talk about Fort Windsor as our next destination. Yes, time is on our side. Let's get going. All right. The I, shame think, I, I feel it would have been intelligent. We never said it, but that we left our horses maybe behind that hill or something. Sure. Yeah, I, I assume yeah. that you did this in a way that is not. Stupid. D&D character stupid. Like, yeah. A shame we'll have to miss out on that dinner. But, circumstances being what they are. I can spare a few dollars for now for uh, getting the job done the right way. Mm. And it looks like you uh, you hit pay dirt there with that, I feel, with I that feel, errant shot of mine. <laughs> as I follow up the jewels, I feel pretty already. Mm. Um, I, I, while I agree we should get on the road, Jed would really like to maybe take up a position somewhere where you can see the road to see if it's the Unions or the Confederates who come by with that cannon. Alright. You're just in love with that cannon, man. Can I safely assume... Well, I don't want the bad guys to have it. Mm. Can I safely assume that everyone gets out of this town right now? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we have... I don't think any of us have any reason to stick around. Right? Yeah. The lights got blowed up. Alright. Alright. So we're riding just away? Just away from town. Just yeah. a distance between you and them. I hope we find some, some body of water. I could really use a bath. Could use a big rest. So my um, my could own. Use a big whiskey. I'm glad we got that taken care of, friends. But my only other concern is for the uh, 
for the Bannocks, for the, for the natives. Um, like I said I spent a little bit of time with them, and uh, well, and, and, if and we I'm, could... I'm, I'm concerned for their well-being. They, I mean, they are Mary Tarhee's people, and she was she was good to us. And, uh, if we can get this letter to somebody in charge, we can maybe settle this whole. You know, them blaming the Indians for all these attacks and everything. We can get. We just got to get this to the right people. I would like to do that. Because it's all in here that they've I, just. It's I mean, I've faked. I, they, I think if we can get that to Carter Bay, that might alleviate some of the problems on the natives. Carter, they were Carter um, Bay. A friend I made with that federal wagon that came through. He seems to have some pull with them boys. Yeah, they were. Um, I, I mean, I, I understand what the common perception of the native peoples of this land are but they um they were really enlightening um they took me in uh, mainly because i had mary with me i don't think they would have given me the time of day otherwise but they uh <clears throat> you know i was always i've always been a bit of a warrior and a bit of a poet but now i um consider myself both at the same time and they, they, uh, I went on, I went on this thing that they call a, a, a vision quest, uh, that, that the, their young braves take on before they go off to war and, uh, it helped me find a bit of myself and, and Jed, I, I want to say like, I followed you around quite a bit and, um, I, uh, I, I believe that your cause is righteous, especially because I believe in what you fought for during the war and, and a bit afterwards, uh, however, um, I just want to make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons, and uh, I want to I want to say that I mean you're one of the few people on this earth that I trust at my back with a weapon in their hand, and I want to be able to continue that. So I want to try to make sure that we do the things that we do for the right reasons, um, because I do see that under all of that dirt and whiskey there is a good there is a good man underneath there and i want to make sure that he doesn't get turned in the wrong direction i know i know what revenge can do to a man you're a man after my own hot dog i'm uh at this point i'm actually gonna like uh i'm gonna hold my my horse up and you know sort of hope that you all uh, yeah i'll do the same yeah and and jed's gonna he's 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 looking at you while you're talking he's gonna look at you and he goes i know I let a lot of you down with my behavior past couple of days and I'd like to blame it on the hag or the boy. Uh, any of the other Hag? <laughs> That's a long story. story. Yeah. <laughs> any other number of excuses I could make here, but the fact of the matter is I was raised to be a bloodthirsty man. And you're good at it. Sometimes I try to make an effort to not let that color shine through. Other times I don't. And when I ride by myself, it doesn't matter which way the wind is blowing. I ain't riding by myself no more. And things have to change. That much has been proven to be true. So I'd like to apologize to you all Putting you in danger, betraying your trust, Mr. Williams. I will endeavor to be a better man. When I say I endeavor, it means that I will try and that I might fail. Of course. But 
you all are good people. I enjoy having you riding with me, and I don't wish for that to change. So if if that's what it takes for this little group of ours to stay running strong, then I will try to conceal my base urges. But there may come a time when bad men need to be punished by a bad man. If that's the case, then I I would ask you all to respect my decision and please stand aside while I do what I must do. I think I've shown you that I have no problem ending a man's life if it's what needs doing, but I just want to make sure it's for the right reasons. And the entire ride back here from their their people, while the um, effects of their vision quests were wearing off, I uh, did nothing but think about how to tell that to you to your face, and as you are an intimidating fellow, even though we are friends, uh, tell that to your face. And I, and I spent the whole time writing poetry and, and thinking about that, so that, that has been my last couple of days. So I'm glad that it was well received. Thank you. Because I have no idea what you guys have all been up to while I've been <laughs> gone. You, uh, it seems like you've all, you're all a little more worldly in the, <laughs> just a few uh, days' time. Dark place. Hey, uh, could you uh, pass, a, pass a, a native guy going back? Some, Did we re- we rescued a man in Greyfeather, and I'm hoping he made it home. He might be a member of their tribe. I, mean, he, I think he's this one man that, that they captured and killed the rest, and I, I don't know. I hope he's all right. We went through a lot of effort to rescue the man. Uh, the, the Mary's tribe was fine when I left, so mm-hmm. there wasn't any killing of the rest that went on there. But yeah, right. Perhaps he's from another tribe or another village. Yeah, maybe. Thank you for sharing that, Doc, and thank you for those words, Jed. You're both coming up in wisdom. It's very heartening to see. What do you think, Temperance? You've been awfully quiet. I told you I'd be a compass. I ain't been much of one. I will endeavor to try. I will endeavor to be better. I might fail. Such is the perilous path to redemption. Fraught with failure and doubt. We'll get there together somehow. And you see, there's this wagon. <laughs> hey, Ben started it. Well, old West industrial music. He had a rhythm. Had a rhythm. This wagon so, comes rolling up. Dust punk. <laughs> Louisa de Vega and uh, one of the men who was out walking with the wagon are up in the front of this thing now there's no posse walking with it anymore there are a couple splatters of warm blood on the sides of the wagon oh, this is only hours after yep. yeah. we've left so they're coming along our way yes and uh, Jedediah specifically said he was going to take your group to somewhere that you could be on a perch mm-hmm where you watched this wagon approach to see who came back with the, with the I said, Yes, I remember that. It would appear that the Union did at great cost. Do I see Carter back? You don't. Okay. Um, well, it appears that the Union prevailed. Do we want to go see them? I do. Shall we come with you? That is up to you. See any harm in it, right? You made friends with these fellows? I did. Let's go. You walk out into the open. Mm-hmm. Louisa de Vega. Whoa! 
Master. Blackburn, your words rang true. So few of you have returned. Yeah. Carter? He's in the back. Alive? See to be buried? Supplies in the back. Are any of you hurt? You leave, I interject. There were some we had to leave behind. Presently, are you hurt? No. Good. I'd, uh, I'd pay my respects, if you don't mind the short delay. You sort of gestures the back of the wagon. And, uh, Jed goes to the back and, uh, you know, he sort of picks up the, the cold gray hand of the, the deceased old man. You can see he got shot right through the neck. Oh. Old timer. We all sort of picture ourselves dying in battle. It's easy that way. You get out quick and you don't leave yourself enough room to have dispersions cast upon your honor. I guess for a warrior like you, like me, you, you got it the way we all want to get it. It's funny, you know, you're fighting a war and you leave your home and you assume you ain't coming back because if you think about when you come back, you know you ain't going to get there. You put that thought out of your head and you hope it becomes a nice surprise someday. When you are surprised, boy, do you not ever know what to do with it. I don't know where you've gone. Hell, I don't even know where you've been. But wherever it is you end up, I'll buy the next round when I see you there. Oh, nice. Rest in peace, old timer. It's a good one. It's a good one. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, Levi will, in the meantime, politely introduce himself to the two gentlemen, but briefly I'll also introduce Doc. Yeah, they are, uh, they're, they're skeptical of you, but they tolerate your presence because Jed sort of has vouched for you by not shooting you. Yeah. But as soon as they hear you open your mouth and the voice that comes out of your mouth... Yeah. They are on edge. Sure. These guys spent time killing people who had accents like yours. In suits like his. Understandable. Well, he's not dressed in his suit, I assume. Um, probably not. Yeah. Probably in just traveling clothes right now. Yeah. The Pam, overcoat. I say, Pam, no mind, lads. He's trying to redeem, if maybe not himself, then the image of his people in our eyes. He's got a lot of work to do. There's a lot of dead men to answer for. That's true, that's true, but it takes good men like yourselves to uh, allow such redemption to be wrought for it to take hold. We don't trust him for that redemption, but this one in the back, he understands. All I say is keep an open mind. I've seen a lot of crazy things in the past few weeks. I tip my hat and say cheers to that. (laughs) And he, uh, he says, do you drink whiskey? Um, I don't drink much else. He, uh, he like elbows the other guy next to him. And the <laughs> what ribs. other drink is there? <laughs> the other guy like stands up, and he goes and he lifts up, and it's like the shotgun carriage underneath the seat. Mm-hmm. He lifts it up, and inside he pulls out like this big decanter of whiskey and a couple of glasses in his fingers, and he says, would you have a drink with us? Certainly. Starts pouring but glasses. I'd be remiss not to. And uh, you show this sort of morbid drink with a corpse in the back of the carriage and everybody in sort of 
downcast spirits. I say, um, soldier ask not now or ever where to warrior banners go, and our legions all surround us, strike but do not count the blow. Glory, honor, praise, and profit are but toys of tinsel worth. Render up your work unasking and leave the mortal clay to earth. I pour a little bit out of the ground oh, and shoot the rest. Shit. Yeah, wow. I think uh, that's been earned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was very nice. You practiced that before you sat down, or is it just one you already had? So it's one I already had. <laughs> awesome. Seemed seemed apropos. It does seem mm-hmm. apropos. Um, actually, the guy that you have not yet uh, been fully introduced to, uh, you can see is mouthing the words before you finish it. Appears to be well read. Uh, one other thing I'm going to do with Carter Bay before I leave him is uh, whatever he's got. I assume he's got like a revolver holstered. He actually, uh, they took the gun out of the belt so it wouldn't misfire. Ah. Um, he's still wearing the belt, though. Okay. Um, then I'm, I'm going to uh, take my revolver out and just open the, the loading gate, pop out one shell, and just put it in his hand. And, uh, you know, sort of lay it down on his chest and be like, a warrior should never go unarmed. Nice. <laughs> Thought you might say this is in case they don't want to let you in. <laughs> 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 you shoot that old devil in the ass. <laughs> All right. Hey, 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 Doc. Mm-hmm. Should I should I should I tell the, the, the should I tell the lieutenant about this? Hey, Jedi, what do you think? Yes, yeah. lieutenant. You said sir? you wanted to inform some people about this. Yeah, for Mary, yeah. they should know. Yeah. Sir, and then I explained. Yeah. He, uh, he copied it down. You start talking, and he starts reading, and sort of ignores you because you're a kid. No, I, I'll just talk over you. Like, yeah, I yeah. think you know. Abner, I, uh, I really think that the, this is all set up. And he's just trying. To, he's just trying to. You know, this it's is all. Fun. It's not really their fault. And you know, you gotta tell. You gotta tell them not to do it. Burn it, it down. I know there's no laws specifically protecting the indigenous people of these lands, but. One of their numbers has been a very trustworthy and, and uh, useful pathfinder for us finding our way out here, and it's her people that are in danger of retribution from our people, and I just wanted to be known as someone wearing a blue suit that they were not responsible for what happened to that town. Mr. Guthrie. Mr. Blackburn. Have you had any luck in locating Mr. Guthrie? I have a lead. We're tracking it down. <laughs> What's your lead? He's like Fort Windsor. Smoothing it out. He consults the guy next to him, and the guy next to him is like, well, it's between this and that, and the river, and... Whatever it is. Yeah. Have you any need of additional firepower? You want to put a 12-pounder through their front gate? We wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> that, uh... That cannon you're carrying would be put to good use if you don't mind lending us a shell. That's a mighty fine cannon you got. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's not a cannon in your wagon. You just happen to see me. Uh, you say that, and he says, "I got that one, and I got this one back here." <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Well, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, Lieutenant DeVega, I think you and I can be real good friends. Let us go blow down a fort wall. He uh, he has plenty of room in the wagon if you're willing to share it with a corpse. 
Yeah. I'll ride with, with uh, Shared worse her. lodgings. Slept on a corpse one time. <laughs> Slept with a corpse one time. That's not nice to say about Chuck. <laughs> he only smells like one. <laughs> he did have a big stiff. Are we traveling with these guys then? Yeah. Okay. These guys are going to party up with you. Um, Luis de Vega, and the other guy is uh, uh, Archer McKinley. Ooh. Well, we stopped by any body, Irish of water, lad. any body of water to wash off. Yeah, uh, you actually have to cross um, the Rubicon. One of the yeah, one of the creeks that shoots off of Fremont River. Yeah. It's uh, it's only like a foot deep, so like you really have to actually get so in it. Lay down, to rinse off of it. Okay. Does Archer have a? Is he is he Irish? Does he have a thick? He doesn't have the accent, but he has the name. Okay. But he does have like the um, his stubbles growing in, and you can tell like if he let it go for a week, he'd have one of those gigantic red beards. Mm-hmm. What is every are we gonna camp there? Basically, uh, you're not camping. They want to bring this guy's corpse back to town first. Okay. Which town? Uh, they're going to Rose Ledge. Oh God. Guys, <laughs> I'll go with them. Yes, <laughs> we're going back to Rose Ledge. I hate that for the third town. time. You're gonna yeah, st- but we're going back with a cannon this time. You're gonna, <laughs> st- you're gonna stay in the in the caravan. Okay. Uh, but yeah, let me know when we when I'm we're gonna try to catch some Z's. Wagon. Let, yeah. Yeah, let me know when we go to a wash area because I might have a scene. Okay. Um, there is a creek along the way, so if you tell them to stop, they'll stop for you. What time of day is it? Uh, it was three. Dusk? Was like an hour. Yeah, it's like early dusk. Okay. It's only starting to get, like, blue outside. It's still mostly well lit. <sighs> a bit of washing to do. Might be a good time for me to tell you what's in store. If you four would like to join me. He says, out of earshot of them. Excuse me. <laughs> He's a Pardon me, it's been a long day. <laughs> it was that double lunch. <laughs> Those two breakfast burritos really tied me up. Double fisted breakfast. <laughs> it was worth every fist. <laughs> oh my god. This game is the best thing that's ever happened to anybody, ever, in the world. Oh god. Yeah. Can it be entirely true? <laughs> I hate to I hate to phrase it this way because but it's too funny not to. Does, does anybody want to go join Levi in bathing? <laughs> Cool. All I can picture is Professor Farnsworth in the bathtub. He's like, everybody gather around. <laughs> gather around, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, are you joining in Levi's bath? Are you helping bathe Le- Levi? You don't have to help me bathe. He's dancing so happy. He, we're giving you guys the super nudge. Like, I've got something to tell you when it's for your ears only. Almost like he trusts you to hear it and nobody else. As dusk settles and uh, Levi does the usual bathing routine, um, he turns to face you guys, keeping his skivvies on, of course. Oh. And you immediately begin to notice that there's parts of him, well, you have no, had no reason to see him naked, really, but there's parts of him you haven't seen before. As a man of theatrics, I'd like to present to, present to you the first exhibit of what you can expect in the near future. I've talked about my people before. I'm going to grab a fistful of water over his face and uh, remove the contact. And as the water washes over him, it dries off some of the makeup that's on him. And you see bits of brown scales on the shoulders. He does a quick turn around, and across his entire back is the pattern of a diamond back snake. And when he turns around, you see that from around here, almost like covering his face like a little bit of a hood. Like on the outside sides of here are flecks of brown scales and his eyes are just completely black. 
with my perfect Peter Venkman stare, I say, well, there's something you don't see every day. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, his voice even drops. It's good to feel natural for even a little bit. So, this is the man you've been traveling with. Hardly a man at all. I lived amongst those people, and I became those people. His, even his movements start to change. They're like, well, they're more fluid and serpentine. And uh, suddenly it begins to make sense why this, why this, why Mr. S- Mr. Slithers <laughs> and the others took so kindly to him. He's the same as the guy whose teeth I put through the back of his neck. Not quite the same. I'm a bit of an improved model. Shown the light. My kind are among some of the more deceptive and black-hearted creatures you've ever met. No sense of empathy. No emotions. They would sacrifice violate you and your family if it meant getting the goal that they sought. What goal is that? It appears they want to merge with the Confederacy. We cannot let that happen. Their venom and their lies will seep through this new frontier. I know because that is what I would have done once. How did you gain your perspective? Once when I was a man. Retrieving runaway properties. Slaves. I got to a point where I was good at it but couldn't handle it anymore. And so, the friends of my family the serpent folk took me in. They are the ones who reversed my family's fortunes, gave us prosperity again, servants again. They've been in the business far longer than we in America have. Indeed, they had improvements to the system, if you could call it such. You say you couldn't handle it. It sounds like you, uh, they took, don't have such a lack of feeling or empathy after all. They took it away, and I was able to begin my work again, with no regard to how they felt, no regard to the screams, sounds of pain and anguish. It washed over me like this water. But that empathy was there. The hints of it are returning ever since the winged serpent approached me and chose me for this path. Now I stand before you naked and vulnerable, exposing myself as no other of my kind would be so foolish to do. You hold up to the life philosophy that I was taught. I was taught how to be a man by an educated man. He told me not to judge a man based on his people, but based on the man. I can't speak for everybody here right now, but you have not done wrong by me yet. 
Nor will I. I simply... I don't judge you by what you are, I judge you by who you are. A winged serpent. Is that what you saw at Ranch Galeno? The cow death place. Yes. Yeah, Ranch Galeno, they would have that one. No, I did not see what was there, unfortunately. It was present when I took my oaths while you were enjoying the fire back at Barnhill. I wouldn't say enjoy is the right word, Levi. Forgive me, my treatment, the ritual that made me what I am, made me a bit indifferent to. Dutif- dutifully like saw, saw to the fires. Yes. Appropriate. Humor became my preferred way of making people feel comfortable around me so that I might exploit them to the fullest. But those ways have changed. Well, comedy requires being able to read a crowd, requires empathy that you say you've eschewed. I feel like you're not doing yourself or giving yourself quite enough credit. I'd like to know what it is to feel again. Maybe there was some beauty in it. Sounds like you're working your way back towards it. And his voice changes. Well, now you know. And I'm feeling a bit scrubbed out. Got the dust out of my scales. Shakes it. So how do we stop it then? The Confederacy and... I'll tell you what to look for. That man in there... Not all of us are so fortunate as to be able to easily cover ourselves up with cosmetics. That's why they send me out into the open to mingle amongst you folk. There, my point is, there are others like me who look like anybody else. Who work in professions of temptation. Who work as soldiers. Who might even be children sent in. Spies. Everywhere. If they're here, you can imagine. It's much like ants. If there's one, there's many more. And they along, along to- those lines, Levi, I'm playing devil's advocate to my own poignant statement already. What assurances do we have that you are not just an embedded spy yourself? To reveal myself in the way I just did would have compromised me entirely. You could have shot me dead right on the spot. And you it also did not. could have been a very believable ruse. To do what? To ingratiate us towards you and make us think you were not part of this. Oh, goodness, no. I would have simply let you believe. I am not accusing you by any means. Don't take the wrong meaning. I'm just saying. No, it's better for us that most of the world doesn't know we exist. That's how we control them. Because can you imagine it in these modernizing times? The talk of snake people ruling from the shadows, telling lies, corrupting the Christian faith. Oh, it's just so conspiratorial and ridiculous. Who would believe you? It's rare even out in these parts to see half-orc and, and half-elves and I feel that my point, I feel my point stands, nonetheless. These are slavers through and through. They will use venom, they will use lies, they will use everything they can to rid themselves of inconveniences and achieve their goals. What their goals are here, I confess that I do not know, only that they are here, and that does not bode well for any of us. I know what they would do, and 
had I the capability of it, I would be terrified for all of you. So instead I say you should be terrified. What are your goals, Mr. Williams? We know why I'm here. Seeking, it's all what your people want, but what do you want? Seeking God and his kingdom, seeking what it is to be good, acquiring rewards that are beyond this life and what these, this earth ruled by the devil has to offer. I believe the ways of my people are outdated, that they were deceived. That it brings them power here, but it only traps them in an endless cycle. Are you familiar with the image of a serpent devouring itself? Well, that is how our people get ahead. Ouroboros. Indeed. No, that is a cycle that must be broken. That is why I walk the path of redemption. Brazenly as I can. I've been using lies up to this point because I'm, well, very good at it. I'm very good at luring others to their deaths as well, into traps. Based on your conduct with us thus far, I will take you at face value. You've seen more of my face than most others have. Indeed. Um, But I think it goes without saying, if ever that trust is questioned, then we will revisit this conversation. But I think... We can both, you and I, at least, can both go forward agreeing that that is a fair... Well, we're in confessional mode. A fair deal. The the rather rather crispy old crone that we met, that Jed mentioned, tempted me with an offer that was very difficult to refuse. (laughs) 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 It's like the worst donut shop in the world. (laughs) If Gideon chuckles at that, the the master's like, right? That was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good, right? (laughs) Smooth. Come on, Crispy Crow. She probed. She probed the desires that I still have. And yes, though I do not feel what you feel, I do enjoy things. I do understand when a predator is present. I understand things that I want and bring me pleasure. Just so that's clear. But there are. There so, were, so you're a man. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Well, as much as I can be. Indeed. There are more of my kind that are far more uh, blessed. Some might say for, for a more perfect serpent form. But uh, I never made it that far into the casts. No, it's she spoke to me of things that I could be doing to change others, to acquire the power and the form that I once desired, but those were all old. Indeed, she was an agent of the devil, trying to tempt me with worldly things. Things that my thoughts lie to me and tell me that I still want. But there are greater forms waiting for me outside of this flesh. That is why I take issue with killing as I do. You are removing the potential of anyone to become something greater, to evolve. You're taking all that they are and ever will be. It is philosophically unfeasible to me. Besides, even our people took people alive. We would never seek to slaughter. So that is another reason why it is distasteful to me. But as you say, Jed, I will respect you and try to work with your wings. I don't believe in your God, Mr. Williams, but I do believe that he has given you a purpose and a direction, and I think that's a good thing. I appreciate you all hearing me out. I think this is, yes, liberating. Well, then, time to 
Time to suit up. Again. Short rest, or at least <laughs> back to the right. old lovable Levi. You all love the shortest. He'll still suit, suit up again and bathing re- and just reapply like, disguise kit. Max and relaxing outside of the Max and relaxing outside um, of the school. <laughs> so after this little thing, um, Gideon's gonna freak the fuck out. <laughs> basically going to call the pocket. He'll listen to the whole thing, but then he'll sort of turn and sort of. Run. Yeah, but you've been getting wound tighter and tighter as this conversation has gone on. <laughs> he runs away directly into a nest of on cakes. <laughs> I saw Levi naked! <laughs> it was terrible! I think I was, I think I was seeing, seeing Jen naked. That was probably more disturbing. <laughs> um, <laughs> is any of the snake stuff in my own backstory? Thinking about that's not like where I came. You know, you are a separate entity. Okay, good. Just want to make sure it wasn't. Okay. Right. Levi may point out may also point out that uh, in the vulnerable uh, as for this being vulnerable, like you guys could now tell people about what he is. Like, if he was spying on you guys, this would be the dumbest move possible. Fair enough. Or the smartest. Or the smartest. Crazy like a he, fox. he actually appreciates your, your skepticism. Ogres have layers, that's all I'm saying, bro. <laughs> he, does not, <laughs> he does not indicate that. Sweet caramel filling. <laughs> he'll occasionally share other things, too, like uh, this, this occasionally hints to watch out for, especially like if they're talking in private. If his people are talking in private, they will often refer to you people as meat. Mm. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bathing happens. You return to Rose Ledge. Levi gets clean and everyone feels dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, the wagon rolls up into town and people are like, I throw in tomatoes and stuff and the Federals roll into town. <laughs> they roll into town. Alright. We need to see this man to uh, coffin maker. Get him a proper burial. But once we see to that, I think we should see to some other business. For Windsor. There are men who need killing. Undoubtedly. Um, what is the leader of the... Luisa. Luisa, Luisa uh, de Vega. Uh, Mr. De Vega, you might want to stay sharp while you're in town. I don't think a lot of these people are too uh, kind to the colors that you are wearing. If you catch my drift. That posse that came after you came from this town. So just stay sharp is all I'm yeah. saying. Keep your wits about you. This is um, good advice. One of us have a letter about coffins being used to transport something. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. And the name of the guy is? Coleman. Coleman has arranged for a delivery of three coffins. Use them to repackage the supplies. You should uh, sneakily figure out what the name of the coffin crafter is. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Are you cold? <laughs> Just as sneaky as that was the first time we came to Rose Ledge. Yeah, the sneakiest, <laughs> for sure. I hate this fucking town. <laughs> well, good thing we're killing our way through it. We haven't burned it yet. <laughs> How many hit points I does mean, the town have? I mean, we exploded part of it. We're growing as people. <laughs> we haven't burned it down. Yeah. I did blow like, a hole. We haven't burned it. And Jen's like, we haven't burned it yet. <laughs> I did blow a hole in the side of the buildings. I will go to the coffin makers. Alright, yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for Mr. Coleman. This is, uh, Mr. Coleman's out of the office right now. Uh, well, we need a coffin. And I'm looking around at his <laughs> stock. 
Alright, oh, sorry. What does Jet's place. face look like right now? Uh, like. Burned by acid? Yeah, burned by acid. <laughs> like, like, like worked over a hamburger left out in the sun. <laughs> Hammered dog shit is what we <laughs> <laughs> in the industry. What emotions are you conveying with your face, Zone? Your half a face. Yeah, barely concealed rage. Okay. But that's pretty standard for Jed. <laughs> people are used to, like, sad people showing up at coffin shops. Yeah, this is this is more like... He's, um, he's rage-buying a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta stop here and then the bullet store and I'm on my way. Um, it's like shop therapy, but more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, more? It's not possible. <laughs> no, this is more like, if you can picture the attitude of somebody uh, who is, like... A gangster who is offering protection for ah. a fee. So I, I'm I'm saying this as I'm walking around, just opening coffins, just, you know, like a feckless idiot. I I I we have many made. I can sell you a coffin. I sell them. Sell who am I selling a coffin? I don't even know who's buying a coffin. <laughs> the three in particular we're looking for. Mm. Uh, Mr. Coleman was supposed to arrange the delivery of three coffins. I need a fourth, empty. The other three should already be filled. I believe that the delivery was supposed to be made nearly an hour ago now. Oh, maybe I missed it. Where was it delivered to? Diamondback. Yeah. To the, the structure in the center of town there. The one with the big old hole in it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> What's the nicest coffin you got? I take a shot. I made this one yesterday. He gestures. Is it nice? It's a shitty pine box, and they're all pretty garbage. <laughs> it's a child sex coffin. Oh. But it's okay. You yeah, can some take kid dragged it across the road. Yeah, it's got footprints all over it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'll do. Uh, there's a federal uh, federal caravan riding through. See it delivered to them. The uh, United States government will pay the bill. Hey, uh, okay. I ain't asking. <laughs> I will actually leave a dollar tip for the uh, the service. Mm. He doesn't look at the dollar tip. He just watches you leave, like. I, I, I literally, it's a dollar coin, I literally flick it into one of the open coffins and leave. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Alright, you depart. Uh, about eight dollars. About six and a half minutes later, a coffin is delivered to the Federal Caravan. <laughs> As you're uh, walking through the town, you see there are three more laid out in the, the front doors of the bank vault that you just blew open. Good. We will go um, take them and open them and loot their contents. Oh, they're currently empty. Oh. Oh, they were going to fill them in the bank. Hmm. Feels like we need to retoss this bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was there anything in there that would have filled these coffins? Supplies. There's a lot of like security deposit boxes, but once you get a good look at the inside of this wagon, mm-hmm. they were probably talking about ammunition. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know who could use three coffins full of ammunition? You. Yup. What has two thumbs and measures ammunition in the coffin load? This guy. <laughs> and I, I use blow darts. Ooh. Oh, lucky darts. Uh, uh. All right. 
Uh, it sounds like you have some kind of plan emerging. Yes. yes. For long rest. Fort. Yeah, cannon. long rest, then shooting fort with a cannon. Cannonball plus fort. All right. Equals profit. Um, the immediate threat has been eliminated, as uh, these folks in the federal government can attest to. Boarding house, long rest, is that what, I sound, what it sounds like? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we can do that? We can yes. show our faces in the town again? Uh, the Under the cover of a cannon, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the federals are here, and uh, they are about to lay down the law. And yes, the, the immediate combatants are dead. We, so. we, we are friends of the occupying force, so we're okay for yeah. now. Excellent. And uh, you get the feeling Abner Wilkes, if he was on this mission, he ain't no more. Okay. So he's fled? Or dead? Right, dead. He's probably in force. Gotcha. Because he, he would have been with the... Well, yeah. That's, that that, that attacked the that cannon. That didn't make it. He got cannoned. He got ambush ambushed. Yeah. Re-ambushed. Yeah. Trace busta busta. Grim's no good son of a bitch. Uh, long rest. Everybody get your hit dice back. Spell yeah. fighting spirits uh, back. Amazing. Google boners. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Uh, it's evening at this point. Eight hours. So you're talking about like it's midnight right now. Fort Windsor is about an hour and a half away. Fort Twenty to one. Twenty to one. Come. On. How about a one and an eight? <laughs> He's gonna have a bad Sweet. day. Yeah. Yeah. Use, use it on a bad guy. Yeah. I'll use it on Levi's death saves. <laughs> oh my god. Harsh. Yeah. Bro, oh, just kidding. If, uh, just kidding. If, are we sharing a room? Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Oh, no, if we, if we share a room, um, Levi will uh, let down his guard a bit and sleep with less of his makeup on. Oh, oh my god. Jed's going to make so many suck the venom out jokes about temperance from now on. (laughs) (laughs) Be well earned. (laughs) All right. Temperance will actually fall asleep on Levi, just sort of asleep on her feet and just kind of does the thing where like forehead on the shoulder, ow, just sort of falls asleep (laughs) and beat the furniture and fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's how she falls asleep every night. (laughs) Really? She she punches the bureau and goes to sleep. Levi, (laughs) Levi is surprised at the affection, but he welcomes it. Alright. You rest well. A long rest, you'll your stuff back. It's about midnight when you rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the caravan waiting to roll out in the morning, or are they ready to go at midnight? Uh, they go on your direction. You are basically in charge of this operation, being the guy who took them off. Alright, I'm in charge of the Union Army now, so you all better recognize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yourself a blue coat. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> what wakes you up is uh, not actually the natural rising of your rest cycle, but actually a huge bolt of lightning. It appears another one of those gigantic thunderstorms has rolled in overhead. I don't know about riding out in the storm. You get like the uh, the big thunderhead, but you're not getting into the rain yet. It sounds like it's one of those ones that's like rolling in against the mountains. And based on the fact that it's Utah, you can't tell how far away it is. Well then fuck it. You want to go now? Let's go. Let's do it. Alright. Yeah, let's cover, cover up the cannon, of course. Yeah, and the powder. Yep. The, uh, the powder, they load up into coffins. Okay. The cannon, Some they throw a tarp out. over. They don't have much better than that <laughs> for what they're doing. There we go. Right. They uh, load it up into the wagon. They cover the wagon. Uh, they mount up. And they shed their uniforms. Is it three of them? Uh, two. The third is 
now been laid to rest. Oh yeah. Okay. So we have two two Nipsies and yeah. Louisa and Archer are up front. And us badasses. All right. Leroy Jenkins, let's do this. All right. Uh, you <laughs> load the wagons, you grab your horses. <laughs> and you head out towards the fort. Yes. This is a deck of index cards. It has a number of uh, groupings of skills on them. Things like attention skills, knowledge skills, athleticism skills. They also have a risk associated with them. Low, medium, or high risk. I'm going to lay out a little map on the table. In fact, I'm going to set it up right now. Oh, this thing. Sweet. You've yeah. had this once before, actually. Yes, yeah. I, I missed this. Yeah, I Been actually really like this. Because it's a good narrative thing. It allows you to flex your story creating muscles, and I don't have to think about how you do the things you do. My story nuts. You've been doing this once before. I think I did this once for the um, underwater campaign. I don't, even yeah. I don't know where half of these books come from. I thought you were in uh, this as well. I may have. So here's the basic gist of how this is going to work. I'm making this grid. It's four lines long, and it is five columns wide. Each turn, you will roll a d6. Smoothness. Yeah, it's smoothness. Yes. Smoothness roll is the grouping. The d6 determines which card you are going to land on. We're going to use miniatures to determine where you are. The adventure uh, will continue on. This Basically, this mini story will end, and you'll go to do the next part of this. When you end this map, so whenever you roll a die that would get you off of the map from this side, then so you uh, start here and show, end show the path. Oh, okay, so it's it every start. line starts yeah. at me and goes that way. So on your turn, you roll a d6. On a one, you go to the first card. Two, you go to the second. Three, you go to the fourth. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. If you get a six, you don't go to the next row. You go to one space in front of the leader. If you're already on one and you roll one, you go to the next one, and so forth. You always count up. So if you're on the four and you roll a two, you go to the next two. Make sense so far? Oh, so you don't have to make it all the way down. Exactly. So that's the basic gist. <laughs> it's full narrative control. You tell a story, you just tell a little yarn, you roll one of the skills that's on the card, whichever one you feel like rolling, if it's the best, or you have the highest score. I don't give a shit how you determine it. I really don't care. But you just want to keep the story going and make it a narrative thing where you just keep it moving and tell what's going on. All right, give us a lead in. Uh, what happens when we fail the skill roll? Yes, that's important. So there's a risk okay. associated with each of these cards. <laughs> on a low risk, you generate one point of risk. On a medium, you get two. On a high, you get three. If at any point the risk for the party reaches four or higher, you make a saving throw. If you pass, no harm, no foul. If you fail a saving throw, there are consequences that vary from challenge to challenge. Normally, it's things like you lose hit dice, or you go to the beginning of the map, or you uh, have to spend spells, or you take damage, or whatever the case might be. When that roll is required, does the risk then go back down to zero? Yes, it resets. Basically, it's skill, challenge, shoots, and ladders. All right, let's do it. Speed. Cool. All right, Ready. let's talk more rock. So let's talk about the setup for it. Uh, you are at... The middle of midnight, there's a thunderhead rolling in somewhere the on the plains. Your caravan moves towards Fort Windsor. You can see it in the distance. Wooden palisades overgrown by ivy. Uh, you can see motion on the palisades. Clearly there are soldiers above manning guard posts. You carry with you three coffins full of ammunition and a cannon. 
The three coffins full of gunpowder for the cannon, right? Uh, it's also ammunition, rifle rounds as well. Neat. So we don't have to pay a bullet tax this time. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Do we have pistolero rounds in there too? Uh, yes. What about shotgun shells? Uh, also that. I run on all these things. Okay. That's good. Um, the Thunderhead. The Thunderhead continues to roll in through the northern plains of Montana towards Utah. You are unsure how far away it is from you, but you do see this fort is clearly manned. It is defended. And typically I roll initiative for this. Everyone roll initiative. Four.